Welcome to another edition of Abby Official Fit. Thank you guys for joining us today. My name is Abby and my co-host Keith is here. Hello everyone. This is part two of our podcast and today we will be discussing mindset. And with that... Um, we're going to touch on how behavioral change plays an important role in health and fitness. So, let's start this right off the bat, Keith, and let's talk about um, let's talk about you and how it worked in terms of what brought you to the point in your life where you felt like you needed to change? Um, Looking in the mirror, um, I wasn't happy um, with the way I looked. Um, I'm very skinny, but I had like a protruding gut. It almost looked like uh, I was pregnant. Definitely want to lose that. Plus, I had an umbilical hernia, so on top of a gut, I had this like belly button popping out. Then I was also diagnosed with type 2, and um, I just, I like being healthy and I like eating proper foods, but I tend to go the quick route and grab, you know, fast food and something really quick to eat. Um, so I really didn't know much about fasting and keto. And then once I was sort of introduced to that, it worked wonders for me. And uh, the benefits were phenomenal. I I lost about 50 pounds and uh, felt great. So it worked wonders for me. And I'm still working on myself. So, And how about yourself? What what made you jump on this this uh, journey? I think for myself, um, very similar to you in the fact that I really just stood in front of the mirror and was sick and tired of looking at myself being miserable, not only physically, but mentally. And... Basically being sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right. And I snapped and snapped in the way where I had to basically change my mindset. And I said to myself, enough is enough. It's time to change. Nobody is going to do it for me. I have to do it for myself. And that literally was how it came to be. I was pretty much at the bottom of the barrel, at the lowest of the low. And um, ultimately came to the conclusion that the only person that was going to help me was myself. Um, Yeah, I agree. Um, Like I said, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um, And you have to take accountability 
for yourself, you have one life to live. It's like playing a video game with one man. That's it. Like after, you know, you're going to put all this food in your body. You better make sure the food that you're eating is healthy because there's going to be a lack load of problems coming your way. And if you're not, you know, proper diet and proper exercise, um, you will see what that will do to your body and it can be quite damaging and I have family members that have eaten poorly friends have eaten poorly and over the years you can see actually what that does but there is always light at the end of the tunnel I don't think it's late for anybody you know you can jump on say doing keto and if you could do it for three months and lose 30 pounds well your body's going to thank you for it um so I have a question for you. What was your biggest accomplishment and what was your biggest challenge? So let's start with challenge. I think for me, the biggest challenge that I had, you mean like in terms of, what do you mean by that? Overall, like what, if you had to say, well, this was the most challenging thing for me during my journey. Was it staying on track? Was it maybe not seeing results as quick as you want? What was your, what was your biggest challenge? Staying on board with everything that you were doing? Uh, I can definitely say that in terms of the biggest challenge or hurdle that I had to face in the start of my weight loss journey was learning control and how to maintain a fitness routine. And in order for me to do so, I basically had to change my surroundings. So it's difficult when you're in a situation where if you don't have, you know, the support that you need, you tend to fall off track or you don't have proper guidance. If you are just starting off and maybe you're not even doing all of the research that you need to do, you're not fully educated and you don't have enough expertise um, in that area of what you can do to help lose weight. And for me, it was more of getting out of that mentality of, I need to lose weight to shed the pounds to make me feel better. A challenge actually for people, uh, not just myself, is they tend to think, I got a gym membership and I'm going to go every day or do whatever and eat, uh, you know, eat healthier. Um, but there's some of the food that you're eating is not helping you out. Some of the things that you're doing at the gym is not actually benefiting you. I, I mean, I'm not a certified trainer. You are, but I do know that some people really go about things incorrectly and then they struggle and 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 complain how come I'm not losing weight or sometimes they lose weight and then they you know get sidetracked and have a big bowl of pasta and then they oh get back on uh, by Monday and then they never do 
Um, my challenge is um, I love sweets and I love eating, um, but I've been really good at fasting. I know I can do better, but um, like if we go to a birthday and there's like a big piece of chocolate cake there, I really want to eat it. So my challenge is like I'll eat the cake, but tomorrow I need to get back on track and I need to get back on track tomorrow, 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 not, you know, two days from now or, or I'm going to do it on Monday that's one of my challenges. Um, just to get back on that track with challenges, and you brought up, uh, you know, being a certified trainer. Yeah. Um, as a certified trainer, we are trained basically to listen to our clients, to try to understand. Uh, their behaviors in terms of what actually motivates someone to be able to stick to a program and lose weight. What are the factors that maybe might not motivate someone uh, to lose weight or uh, maybe it's a one particular exercise that they hate doing and they don't want to do it. And in order to be able to lose weight, you need to include that in, as part of a regimen. So um, one of our jobs as trainers is to be able to pinpoint those particular behaviors and educate our clients on how they can change their mindset so that those behaviors, if they're negative, can be changed into a positive or how those positive mindset behaviors can be encouraged to motivate them to be able to continue on to um looking forward to that weight loss journey. So those are the, one of the key factors that we need to look at. And when I look at the challenges that I had during the start of my weight loss, I, I would definitely say that it was a lot to do with how am I going to be able to maintain this every day? I have a busy life. I am a busy mom. I work constantly. Where am I going to be able to fit in the time? There's not enough time in the day. And my mindset had to change where I had to make it part of my routine. I had to physically, for myself to be able to learn, I am a visual person. I need to see it. I need to hear it. I need to write it down to be able to understand it. So I had to fit that time to exercise, to work out into my daily routine to be able to physically do that and commit to it. And once I did that, then I was able to see results. I think another uh, problem, or, or not problem, challenge is sometimes... Um, family, friends, co-workers who are, don't, don't want to see you maybe succeed 
or they don't believe in what you're doing. Uh, they wave it off. Like when I first started doing keto, no one knew who what keto was. Like you could maybe find a few things on social media about keto. I was on it um, pretty quick, and people were telling me all types of stuff, uh, very in, incorrect information. Um, and then when I started losing the weight, um, they were coming up to me like, "How are you doing this? Like, what what is this keto thing that you're you're doing? You you." got to listen to yourself and you got to put your best foot forward and do the research and then you will see the results and i only had limited information and um by no means was i like a keto expert but i did lose the weight and then that's when people started coming up to me like look how good he looks wow look at all the weight you lost i'm like yeah but if i would have listened to all you guys I wouldn't have lost the weight. And I'm not a personal trainer. Um, this is all just my own personal research. And I was quite happy with my results. I was like, wow, even going to the diabetic clinic, they're like, how are you doing this? Uh, so why do you think people fall off track? And what do you do to get them back on board? Okay, you go ahead first. Okay. Um, I think the reason why people fall off track is... I think one of the main reasons for me, and I've seen this with, with people, is they don't see results off the bat. Like, it took me three months to lose about 50 pounds. Um, it took some discipline and, you, you know, turning away from things, like, took all the energy in the world for me to look away from that stay away from it, say no. It was very difficult, but I did it. And you could see the uh, the the weight loss that I had and the, the energy levels and how good I was feeling uh, because I cut out all the sugar. Um, now I know a few people that would say, I'm going on keto. And then, you know, they would come with me, come to me with all these questions and what do I do? And then some of the things that I would tell them, they would like scoff. Like, no, I can't, I can't do that. No, I have to have bread. Um, and that's why they would fall off track so easily. Um, but to get them back on board, I've told them, you know, keto is very welcoming. You do it for, say, two months and then you're like fall off track. You go on, ho on holidays or it's Christmas and you eat all this food and you put on a couple of pounds well, then you just go back on it. That's all you have to do and that your body will love it. You know, you just bring down your sugar uh, intake and you're going to feel a lot better. So that's what you need to do. You just have to be a little more disciplined and turn your nose away from, you know, baked bread and donuts and, you know, don't blame the butter for what the bread did. I saw that quote today. I thought it was pretty funny. Okay, so why I think people fall off track. People usually have great intentions when they start something, for instance, like weight loss. And they have that motivation to do so because it's a fresh start for them. And when they get comfortable enough with their surroundings and 
comfortable enough with the routine and hit a certain plateau. Sometimes you fall off track because, yes, like you said, they're not seeing the results that they want. And as a trainer, I can say that for a lot of clients, when they go and see a trainer or you're you're there because you're asking someone for help, a lot of it is because they want someone to show them how to be accountable because they don't know how to do it properly. They need that motivation and that incentive. And sometimes they just feel that, or in my instance, I felt that I wanted um, a sense of reassurance from someone, right? So as trainers, it's our job to be able to allow clients to feel empowered and to know how to be in control of your weight loss journey. And once you get to that realization where you can overcome those obstacles or realize that, um, yeah, you fell off the bandwagon, you had a piece of cake, it's not the end of the world, really, it's not. You just don't do it again. Because if you do, how did you feel after you had it? When you sit down and you realize, you really take the time to think, did it benefit me? Is this where I want to be? I think it's important to be able to recognize your goals in your weight loss journey. Is your goals ultimately that you want to lose weight? Yeah. Is your goals that you want to look a certain way? Yeah. But how are you going to get to that point without maintaining it properly? Well, these are the steps that you need to be able to do so. And one of them is you're going to need to be able to change the way you think about how you approach your health. Do you want to live a happy life? Yeah, everybody does. But don't you think your life would be happier if you were healthier? Absolutely. So that's the mindset that you have to think of in weight loss. Not, yeah, if I was 50 pounds lighter, I would feel amazing. Yeah, absolutely, because you look amazing. But you got to change your mindset to you feel amazing because you're healthier. And because of that, You look amazing. There is a difference. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, like some people, you know, they have a lot of weight on them. And um, by losing the weight, uh, for me personally, I thought I looked a hell of a lot better. And once I actually lost like 50 pounds and I didn't have like triple chins and whatnot, I was like, I look a lot better. I'm not, I I don't want to be like, super, super, super skinny, um, but I want to look like a healthy weight. And I think anyone that has like a healthy weight looks 
really, really good. I think if you're too skinny, it, it's not a good look. And I think if you have a lot of weight on you, not saying it's, you know, there's people out there very beautiful, but health-wise, you're going to feel better. You're going to be more mobile. Your body's going to love you for it. It's, um, I think, you know, as people, we're, we're always on the go and like, it's very, very busy and we tend not to look at what we're putting into our bodies and that will catch up. And I think Abby and I both want people to feel good. Like we've had discussions and she has openly said to me, I just want people to, I want to help people. I want people to look good. I want people to be healthy. Never once has she said, well, I'm looking to do this to make money. It's been like, you know, because we've both been on this journey and we know the outcome and how things change. And this is what we want to do. And this is why we're doing the podcast. Like there's no Patreon or anything like that to make money. We're just putting this out there to basically say like, you can change your life, um, eat better, do some exercise. Like you don't gotta have to go to the you don't have to go to the gym every single day and uh, you know go crazy. You can go for a walk. Um, basic basic stuff like that. Uh, so one of the things I'd like to change about myself uh, on this journey is I'd really like to fast more consistency with, with more consistency. I'd like to exercise, but uh, more, but not full-on like lifting heavy weights I just want to do a lot more walking hiking and just definitely eating better like I still have moments like today I had some cake and I, sh- I know I shouldn't have done it but it was sitting in front of me however I think I can do better and any new challenges I think a new challenge for me would be to Right now I'm at 200 pounds. I'd like to be 190. That is my goal. If I can do that by the end of the year, I'd be quite happy. That sounds really great. So for me, uh, the one thing that I'd want to change about myself on my journey, I can definitely say I do have the drive and the motivation to be able to maintain or consistently lose weight when I want to, when I need to. But for me, my mental challenge to myself, one of the biggest hurdles that I have, and we've talked about this before, (laughs) it's more of, Keith, hide the scale. So for those of you that are starting out on this journey or maybe you've been doing it for a while and you've heard me say this if you follow me on my social media, I used to weigh myself constantly, almost, well, sometimes I would weigh myself daily when I first started and then it got to like once a week. It became almost like an obsession for me to the point where I was working out and exercising and wanted to lose weight because I was letting the scale dictate me. And now I have changed my mindset to basically understand that it's not what the numbers say on the scale. Yeah, to an extent that is 
an important measure. But when I step on that scale now, I know it reflects, A, I've been working really hard at trying to maintain and lose weight on my weight loss journey. B, my number on the scale doesn't reflect that I've gained weight. It reflects that I gain muscle. And for those of you that don't know, um, my passion is powerlifting. And it's something that I picked up uh, a while ago when I started actively going to the gym and rather prefer that over running. So for me, because I do lift heavy weights, um, I know that muscle weighs more than fat. And when I step on that scale, mentally, I have to take note. Yeah, if the scale says that I'm 153, but I know that I feel like I should be 140, it's because I know that, you know, I lift heavy, muscle weighs more than fat, but it's the body composition that matters. Because when it comes down to it, numbers are numbers. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel amazing. But that is one of the mental hurdles that I struggled with when I first started my weight loss journey. And sometimes I still have to remind myself and remind you to hide the scale. Now I see it in the washroom. He's moved it back out, out of the hiding spot. But for me, it doesn't bother me that it's there because I know I don't need to step on the scale every day or so to weigh myself. It's how I feel, how my clothes fit, how I notice my body composition. And I think that's what's important to know. On a trainer's point of view, what I have to say is that we have to be able to, as a trainer, understand or help clients understand the importance of you know maintaining a healthy lifestyle whatever that is if you like to work out by lifting if you like to do yoga if you like to run whatever it is to make you as a client realize and foster that as a positive attitude and you know by us providing feedbacks positive you know, instructive feedbacks to clients. I think that's what they want in terms of the acceptance. And that in itself is a motivator in terms of trying to promote, you know, a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, and, you know, having a healthy lifestyle, um, it, you just don't wake up one day and say like, oh, I know all this information. Like, you have to do the research. You have to look into things. Like, I knew nothing about keto. I knew nothing about fasting. It was a couple of years, and talking to the right people, 
or other people that are getting on the same journey as you, you know, you can feed off one another. And, um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, for me personally, I, when I was diagnosed with type two, I started looking, uh, at information and I'll tell you right now, the Canadian Diabetes Association was, had cookbooks that said, put sugar in this, sugar in this. And I, I would question them when I was in class. I said, well, what about the keto diet? And it was like, they did not want to talk to me about it. But there's doctors out there, like there was a Jason Fung and Kent Berry. Uh, they'll tell you, uh, you know, information uh, that is very beneficial if you're type 2 diabetic. And they helped me big time with what I was doing. And I was like, my God, I'm doing this wrong. I need to stay away from this. This will spike my, you know, my insulin, whatever. Um, so there's a lot of information. So Abby and I, we're always reading or listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube video or whatever. There's information out there. You just kind of make sure that what you're following is legit and going to help you because there's a lot of people out there like do you want to lose weight look at me and my firm butt it's all like feeding their ego you want to get proper information and there is people out there um that will help you and put you on the right track and um it may take a while but um once you get on board with things and you uh are awakened to what you're body is capable of and you'll be quite surprised and you'll be actually quite surprised at how much food out there is absolutely terrible for you absolutely terrible you have to start unlearning what you have learned since you were however when, like since you were a kid because there's you know people will tell you it's really good to eat bread I'm not saying don't eat bread but I personally don't touch it anymore because of all the bad things it was doing to me and my body and my sugar levels and whatnot. So you just got to be very careful and approach it with a positive mindset, basically. Absolutely. So this is what I want to tie into that, uh, to what you were saying, Keith. Once we are aware of and become conscious of our behavior, then we can learn to overcome that behavior, okay? So once you basically say that you acknowledge that, uh, you know, this is the bad habit and this is the way that I'm going to resist temptation, once you get all past that, then you have the ability to make the right choices to improve. And that is the change in mindset there. One thing that I, I, I want to stress is that you need to be able to ask for help if you need help, number one. Also, if you're going to commit to something, you need to realize there has to be sacrifice to be able to commit to something fully. 
That's what you got to change your mindset on. It just doesn't happen overnight. It takes hard work. And at the end of the day, what I always say is, if you want to be great, you got to picture what that would look like. What does great look like to you? Does great mean that you're happy? Awesome. Does great mean that you're fit? That's fantastic. How about thinking if you are more fit, you will be more happy? And, you know, what I want to, what I want to leave you with is this is something that I save and I look at it all the time. It's, it's basically something that I took as a quote from a Wayne Dyer, and his quote is, I contemplate myself surrounded by the conditions I wish to attract into my life. So to me what that is is the unconscious mind doesn't work on intellect or words. It works on imagery and emotion. So for me, picture this. I want to be 20 pounds lighter and be able to have a wonderful PR of 350 for my deadlifts. I picture that in my head all the time when I go to the gym. Yeah, I can do 350. No problem. That's my PR. If I picture it enough in my mind, then that image, it anchors and ties with the emotion that I have in my unconscious mind. And that basically will align and come true. So you don't need to watch, you know, inspiring videos or listen to podcasts or YouTube videos because your conscious mind already aligns with what you want your goal to be if you keep on thinking it, right? That's something that you have to keep in mind for mindset. Does that make sense to you? Uh, yeah, it does um, make a lot of sense to me. Um, the only thing I was saying was watching YouTube videos would be and, and podcasts would be for information. Absolutely. But your mindset really has to come within. Like, you really have to want to do this. And I'll, I'll, this will be my closing statement. It's going to keep it short and sweet. Um, for a lot of people out there, what, you know, trying to go on diets and it's not working, and do your research. However, find something that works, but don't give up. Because once you give up, that's the reason why it's not working. You need to stick with it, and you need to work at it. Or if you're miserable and don't like the way you look, that's the way you're going to stay. you got to do dirt. you got to put your best foot forward. You have to uh, accept change and take the good with the bad and just work at it, and eventually things will change. Like, trust in the universe, as people say. Yeah. I like that. 
definitely. Um, I came into this field of deciding to become a certified trainer, like you said, uh, because I wanted to help myself, first of all. And I believed that to be able to help others, I needed to learn how to help myself first. And if I couldn't become an expert on helping myself, how could I back that up in being able to help others, right? So what I'm going to leave you with, um, a great leader in the fitness industry, uh, I saved one of his quotes. I listen to all sorts of podcasts, um, and his name is Peter Twist. One of his more popular quotes that I like to live by and remind myself of is leader of one, leader of many. You can't teach one, you can't teach any. So that's what I live by. And, you know, I hope that I'm able to be able to instill my knowledge, my experiences. Um, and same with Keith, I believe if, you know, through his experiences and his knowledge to be able to share that, to motivate somebody out there to be able to take that challenge and move forward into a healthier lifestyle. A couple of years ago when I first started doing the keto, um, I, I think I changed my name to, on my Instagram to skinny Keith. And, um, there was a girl on there and she was, uh, a bit overweight and she followed me and saw what I was doing. And then one day she posted this video, uh, her coming out saying, I'm not going to be on Instagram anymore. I'm getting rid of my social media. And then she just went on for probably 30 seconds about how much I've helped her. Uh, and I'm sitting there like, whoa, oh my God, like, I'm not a certified trainer. I'm like, I'm just putting this out. But it inspired her to lose weight. And actually, uh, she wore a bikini. And I'm like, she did not have a bikini body, but she went on the scale and showed but how... But what is a bikini body, right? Well, like, what you see these Instagram girls with 2 million followers. Yeah, okay. Right, right? She didn't. She wasn't getting like 10 million likes and stuff like that. However, she did have the courage to step on a scale and say, look how much weight I lost. But weight I lost, but it was all due to me putting stuff out there for her to see. And she did ask me a few questions and, you know, I helped her out. But... That's what I like to do. I want to inspire people and because people inspire me. And the one, once I'm inspired, I like to move forward. And I just want to say, if you're looking for some something to watch on YouTube, uh, like with fasting and keto, look up um, Dr. Berg. I think that's uh, B-E-R-G. And um, Dr. Kent Berry. And he doesn't have a YouTube page, but there's definitely videos out there. Dr. Jason Fung. And I believe Dr. Jason Fung is in Toronto. And he has a book called, I think it's called The Diabetes Code, which I'm getting from the library this week. And I'll talk about that in another podcast. But that's it for me.
Okay, thank Keith. You. So thank you so much. Everything's been so informative. Tell me, tell our listeners, where can they find you on social media if they want to get a hold of you and send you a message? So my Instagram, if you want to follow me, is Keith underscore Ketovore. So that's K, lowercase K, E-E-F underscore K-E-T-O-V-O-R-E. Um, and you have a Facebook group too, don't I you? I do have a Facebook group. My Facebook page is Keith Ketovore, the Weight Lost and Health Journey page. And it's basically like pictures of my food that I'm eating. And it's not meant, you know, people put stuff like, look what I'm eating today. It's, I want you to see what kind of food you can actually consume and feel full and have very low sugar intake. Like I posted a picture the other day, it was egg, onion, and a big pile of meat. And I ate all of that with avocado and water and I was full and that was fantastic. Um, but that's basically my Facebook page, but I'd love you to join. Awesome. Thank you. So, um, if anybody feels like they want to get value out of following me, you can reach me on my Instagram at abbyofficial.fit. You can also reach me on my everyday Instagram. That's carnivore keto queen. And, um, my webpage where you can access all my information about me, my certifications, um, or be able to contact me or link up with my fitness app. You can do that through my website. That's um, abbyofficialfit.com. And through there, you can get the link to my fitness app. I will be starting a booty building challenge and that's going to be June 1st. It's free to join. It'll be four weeks long and it's just a challenge that I'm going to be doing for myself. If you want to join along, you're more than welcome to do so. 12 sessions long. Join me on my fitness app. You can log in and sign up and save your spot that way. This is my way of giving back to you um, as a thank you and sharing my knowledge and expertise with you. There's no catch, um, no gimmicks. It's all for free. If you want to go ahead and join up, find it on any of my links on social media, you'll be able to find it. You can find me on Facebook too. I don't really have a big presence on there, but um, most definitely Instagram, Facebook, my website, you can get me through my fitness app. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful day. And remember... Do it for yourself to make you happy. Don't do it for others. Do it for yourself.